Welcome back with the second episode of Reading Aloud Your Favorite Bit. Listen to our listeners' contributions. Hercule lay awake staring at the ceiling. Why was the station outside so silent? His throat felt dry. He had forgotten to ask for his usual bottle of mineral water. He looked at his watch again just after a quarter past one. He would ring for the conductor and ask for some mineral water. His finger went out to the bell, but he paused as in the stillness he heard a tink. The man couldn't answer every bell at once. Tink! 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 It sounded again and again. Where was the man? Somebody was getting impatient. Tink! This is the book from Agatha Christie, Murder on the Orient Express. Now that was interesting. Guess I'm going to read Agatha Christie right now. Uh, so let's listen to our next participant. I slid somehow down the ground and saw my God set off with the engine who guards the side towards another palace. I couldn't follow. With what seemed the eighth labor, I moved my legs back toward the engine hut. A kind of soberness surged up through the fever. I wouldn't see the wings. I wouldn't go back to panic. I'd simply lie down here and wait for a miracle. This is from the Travel Stories, The Lawless Roads by the Green, my favorite passage. I've read this book. Did you feel the emotion through the voice? I could. Now let's listen to our next listener. I close my eyes and let the darkness grow and spread until it morphs from a feeling of sadness into something worse. Memory, a flashback. I didn't just ask him to come back. I remember now. I was crying. I told him that I still loved him, that I always would. Please, Tom, please, I need to talk to you. I miss you. No, no, no. What happens now? I'm really curious. Chapter 3 The Most Unhappy of All Men My journey home to Geneva was terrible. At first, I wanted to get back as quickly as possible so that I could console my family. After all, I had been away for six years. But then I became afraid. I was afraid of something that I could not say. I stayed in Lausanne 
where the lake was still and calm and the mountain peaks were covered with snow. This peaceful place helped me overcome my terror. After resting for two days, I continued on my journey to Geneva. Ooh, this one was really dramatic. Like it. Oh. <clears throat> now our next listener. Ellen Ogomer, detective fiction and historical narrative. At this point, we need to implicate the investigators, historian and detective, more truthfully into the events they recount and to implicate the process of recounting events into the political sphere. The hard-boiled detective cannot remain detective from the crimes he sets out of the solving the process of recovering inevitable implicates him in any numbers of ways. We have already seen half. I'm absolutely into detective novels. Love them. The pyramids, what are they? They seem to have always been there, on the west bank of the Nile. These man-made mountains, but what are they? Almost certainly, perhaps also cenotaphs. That is, monuments to the pharaohs which were not supposed to contain their bodies, or astronomical instruments establishing the true north or gigantic public works destined to give employment to hundreds of thousands of peasants during the autumn floods of the Nile, or temples to the sun god, worshipped by the powerful elite. Most probably, they were or became all these and more, I love reading anything from the ancient Egypt. Anyone else? Well, that's it. Uh, I'd like to thank all participants and stay tuned for the next episodes. <laughs>